From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. Time now for a little Freakonomics Radio. It's that moment every couple of weeks we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is The Hidden Side of Everything. Dubner, how are you, man? Kai, I'm great. Thank you. Um, right. nice, to, nice to talk to you. You, you like riddles, don't you, Kai? Uh, I, I do. All right, let me, let me try something okay. out on you then. A listener of ours, a fellow named Ralph Thomas, recently yes. asked us to weigh in on what he calls, quote, the cheapest, most nutritious, and bountiful food that has ever existed in history. Wow. He says it's got uh, 390 calories, 23 grams of protein, substantial portions of calcium iron, and it costs only a buck or two. So, Kai Rizdahl, let me ask yes, you sir. this. What food is Ralph talking about? It's got to be like tofu or soy or some yeah. kind of thing, right? God, you're smart. I know. But you're wrong. But you're ah. wrong also. Uh, <laughs> you get it to me all the time, man. What yeah, is that? It's, it's the McDonald's uh, McDouble hamburger. No, it's not. It, it, well, this it. is Ralph's argument. So, And you responded the way a lot of people respond. Yeah. We actually brought in a bunch of McDoubles here at WNYC Ooh, for the staff. And this was definitely not a McDonald's crowd. Yeah, Check this out. All right. Not nutrition at all. Zero nutrition. I would say from zero to kale. Technically, there are pickles, so I think they're vegetables. They're not like real pickles, you know what I mean? It's like McDonald's somehow has engineered their own version of the pickle. They're, you know, a piece of synecdoche for American Mm. mass, bland, synthetic corporatism. All right, so a couple of things. One, synecdoche, good word. (laughs) Two, I always did like McDonald's pickles. And number three, come on, that's like the public radio crowd. You heard the lady, zero to kale? Come on. That is is exactly right. And and that's kind of my point. The more I thought about Ralph Thomas's question, again, whether the McDouble is the cheapest, most bountiful, and most nutritious food ever, the more I realized that how you answer that question says a lot about how you see the world, not only our food system, but also the economics of it and even social justice. Whoa, dude, what, where is this coming from? <laughs> what? Well, we set up a little debate on okay. the McDouble between right. two people. I'd like to play you some of that. Um, okay. one, one is a health food activist. The other is a sort of scholarly farmer. The activist is Tom Philpot. He's a food columnist for Mother Jones. Okay. And he says, sure, the McDouble is cheap. But that's because the price does not factor in all the external costs. In order to present to us all that $2 burger, you're talking about a vast army of working Mm -hmm. poor people. And that doesn't even get to the farmer who grew the corn and soy. Okay, so on the other side is Blake Hurst, who is a corn and soy farmer, and he's the president of the Missouri Farm Bureau. Hearst points out that this vast army of working people are also consumers who benefit from low prices. It's pretty easy to say everyone ought to get paid more. I'm in favor of that, particularly in my own case. But pay is only good in so much as what it can buy. And what you can buy is a uh, McDonald's cheeseburger for just a little over a buck and almost 14,000 restaurants. And that is a good thing. All right. So so value judgments aside, that's the cheap part of this equation. What about the bountiful thing you were talking about? Well, as Blake Hurst points out, you know, 14,000 Mickey D's in the U.S. alone where you can (laughs) pop in whenever you need a burger. And and this highlights a larger issue that he feels is is wildly overlooked. The biggest unreported story of the last three quarters of a century, this increase in the availability of food for the common person. 
And, and uh, you know, so I'll give him that, right? I mean, that is generally speaking a good yep. thing. You can't turn around nowadays without finding food. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. In most places, yeah. that's absolutely true. According to the Global Food Security Index that The Economist publishes, the United States is number one in the world, meaning food is very bountiful. Now, that comes with its own problems, of course. All right, but Dumner, listen, if, if the point of the original question is, is that if you had a bunch of people to feed cheaply mm-hmm. and, and you wanted to feed them, you know, at least reasonably well, yeah. what would you give them? What's the answer? Well, here's Tom Philpott's very Mother Jonesy idea. You can get a pound of brown rice, organic, <laughs> and a pound of red lentils for about at two bucks each. And a serving size, say a cup of each of those things, would be about 75 cents. Okay, so that's that. And yep. here's how Blake Hurst, the farmer, sees things. Okay. Yeah, but I rest my case. I'm sorry. There is no amount of marketing that is going to make me prefer brown rice and lentils over a McDonald's cheeseburger. All right, well, so maybe he's got a point. Who won the debate, though, dude? I'll let your listeners decide. You know, <laughs> as you see, people have very strong opinions about yeah. this stuff, fact-based or otherwise. Uh, in my own home, I've got one kid who loves McDonald's and another who will not go anywhere near it. But that's how it kind of goes with these things. So I guess I, I've got to call Tom Philpot back to get some nice recipes for lentils and rice. I've got to yeah, feed my right. daughter. Good luck on that one, man. <laughs> Stephen Dubner, Freakonomics.com is the website. Dubner, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, Kai. Hey, podcast listeners, coming up on the next Freakonomics Radio, we've got a summer reading recommendation that I promise you won't hear anywhere else. He was taking her to cafes, he was taking her to the airport, and then it got to the point where he was taking her to the hotel to go to bed with her. And he even uh, was kind enough to give her some of his ammunition for her gun. That is from the Encyclopedia of Ethical Failure, published by the U.S. Department of Defense. Yep. Government officials behaving badly. That's next time on Freakonomics Radio.